We're practicing safe sex. We've got Dr. Perry in the studio to help us discuss sex, STDs, and whether you should freeze your eggs or not. And we're going to play our game Sex Specs and sip on our nightcap, rip your layers off, tonight on It's Complicated. You're listening to It's Complicated with your hosts, Jennifer Golden and Lauren Leonelli, coming to you live from the AfterBuzz TV studios in Los Angeles, California. Hey everyone, welcome back for another episode of It's Complicated. The struggle is real when you're dating in the city. I'm Jen. And I'm Lauren, and we are excited because we're going to talk about sex, baby. That was happening, you knew it was coming. We are discussing (laughs) safe sex with Dr. Perry, and Dr. Perry is a board-certified and active fellow of the American College of Obstetrics. I can't I can never do you know hold on I have the hardest time pronouncing I always say like obstetrician I have to like say it's different or whatever but I always say OBGYN I know because sometimes people I know and then I always feel like I have to stop myself with one of those words um but she's a gynecologist okay and um she has a long list of like amazing degrees um she has a BA in psychology she went to Southern Methodist University she um, also went to Baylor, where she graduated with. Uh, for the, she attended the School of Medicine there, and now she did, then she did her residency at uh, George Washington U- University in Washington D.C. So she's clearly um, capable of taking care of your vaginal issues and, and your your emotional state and your emotional state because I think they go hand in hand. Uh, they sure do. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that's probably why she paired all of those things together. I would think so. Um, and guys, she's been seen on a bunch of different networks and shows and also a bunch of different publications because she contributes to them. You know, just some are Fox News, CW, ABC News, affiliates, iHeartRadio, um, HuffPost, Yahoo Health, Women's Health Magazine, Elite Daily. I'm just going to keep going. It's all of them. <laughs> it's all of them, guys. She is all over the place, um, writing great articles, educating you on all of the things that we can all relate to. A million percent. We were going to ask her like all the questions. And Dr. Perry currently practices in L.A. And she and this is where it gets even better because she serves the undoctored and underserved patients in the San Fernando Valley, the Northridge Hospital, like just keep being a, a do gooder. Basically, is that a same. thing? Like, I yeah. mean, gosh, it's Doctor Dugooder like, should. Be I don't name. know how she's not my gynecologist, but I think I might change after <laughs> this. And she is a single girl living a beautiful and plentiful life in LA, and we are very excited. Well, guys, she loves to write and speak about women's health and issues in a relatable way, and brings a unique touch when educating, often sharing her own experiences as a woman, which we get to hear about right now. Welcome to the show, Doctor Perry. Hi. Welcome. Hi. Thank you so much for coming. Don't Thank be sh- you. We we got your red wine for you, so Thank don't you be very much. Trusting. I yes. feel like I'm like blushing after that intro. I'm oh, like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I've done a lot of things. Yeah. I mean, people yeah. say that, Sweet. but we're like, we're just listing facts. Yeah. I mean, yeah. just it's awesome. It's probably funny to sit here and hear it, though, exactly. in your face. Exactly. It's different. Yeah. But thank Modest. you. I'm happy thank, to be here. Thank you for coming. We're yeah. so excited. We are like seriously going to ask you all the hard hitting questions that I'm sure you've probably been asked a million times, but I feel like there's so many questions when it comes to sex. 
like just dumb questions that like you live this life thinking it's one thing and then all of a sudden whoops I'm pregnant I didn't know that I couldn't get pregnant when I was breastfeeding or whatever like the myths you know what I'm saying there's so many myths and also I feel like we resort to googling because we're too afraid to ask people because we don't want to act like we don't know the thing and we might be like, oh, this is embarrassing. Or you like, heard what something, is this or you heard something when you were 12, on. somebody told you something and it just stuck. So you're like, isn't that how it works? And or it's religious not? beliefs Who tell knows? you something else. But anyway, now that we have you here, we need to talk. Isn't that relaxing? Don't you yeah. love when someone does that to you? No, I love it. I mean, this is exactly why I like to do these things because I know people are out there Googling and yeah. asking the wrong person or listening to their friend stories. And it's just always good to get like the right information. A million so. percent. And we actually have this little thing where our listeners write questions into us every week and we answer them but we obviously need the help of experts that we have and you happen to be very fitting for this one so we have uh this is michelle from cincinnati and she needs you to help her and us to help her and we're going to combine forces and she asks she just found out she has hpv which i now know that like every single person has or has had. Um, and so she says, the exam I had a year ago was totally normal. And then a year later, they found HPV. And she has been dating this guy for almost a year, but had a semi-serious boyfriend like within that year as well. So she's not sure where it came from, but how do you suggest that she tells her current partner? This is such a good question. Yeah. Um, first of all, it's important to know that you don't really know when, when she got it. And it could be from like years before. It could have been from years before. I mean, we know on average, it takes about 18 months for it to usually show up once you've been infected with it. With that said, it could take it. That's not for everybody. Mm-hmm. It could take three months or it could take five years. You just really don't know. And so it's kind of hard to, you know, decide like, oh gosh, a lot, what a lot of people do is they freak out. Like, oh my gosh, the guy that I'm with, did he cheat on me? Well, you don't yeah. know. I yeah. mean, who knows when you got it, It right? could be like a Tristan and Chloe thing oh my that's God, going I'm on. so depressed. How sad is that? So Sorry, sad. I've just been guys, waiting to bring it up and that wait, was the moment. <laughs> we, I'm so sad you guys, about it. I am like, I feel horrible for her because, and Michelle, we will get back to your question. Sorry, but Michelle, we have to talk about Hold Chloe. on, though. She's fully about to deliver. And it's like, I need to get out of where is she, Cleveland. And her doctor's like, you can't fly. That's what I read is why well, I don't know how far she is. But I, like, personally, I don't recommend people flying past 32 weeks. But it's what if she has a private common. jet? I don't really know. No. I mean, it's not, the, it's not the safety of the plane. It's the issue of once you go into the air, the pressure changes and stuff could right. cause you to go into preterm labor. And then you're stuck in the your air. Water, or and like, then you're in the air. Oh. So even if they could do an emergency landing, it's just putting you at risk. Totally. But you know who has a private labor. plane? Her family who can get to her immediately and be there for her. Yeah, no, her mom's with her. Right. But... So. How, yeah, could you imagine? It's sad. And, you know, honestly, when I read it, it, it kind of resonated because so many women, when they are pregnant, if they're going to get cheated on, they often get cheated on during pregnancy. Why? Again, I don't know, you know, Chloe on a personal level, I'm not speaking of her, but it's because they're in a more vulnerable yeah. position. Yeah. What? It's sad. A lot of people but get, not a lot, having but their child. Yeah, but, people but get there's a certain type of person out there that's going to cheat and not exactly. everyone's nice. So if someone is more vulnerable, like a wounded animal, then exactly. the person's going to fucking Take pounce. advantage of it. Totally. Terrible. That sucks. Abuse, same thing. Like if same there thing. is domestic abuse, a lot of times it comes out during pregnancy because <sighs> the woman is 
and it's in a vulnerable situation and they know that easier target exactly oh i can't hopefully she doesn't have hpv on top of all this mess but going back to michelle can you tell everyone what hpv actually is hpv is human papilloma virus okay there's hundreds of strains of this virus some of the strains of this virus are high risk to lead to cervical changes, which could lead to cervical cancer. Again, yes. if you get it, doesn't mean you're going to get cervical cancer, but there are certain high risk types that put you at a higher risk for it. Okay? Right. There's also types of HPV that can lead to genital warts. Oh. Okay. So those are two different things and they don't cross over. And so that was also an important thing when you say, oh, I got HPV. It's important to know Which what one? type of HPV you got. I'm right. assuming based on the way that she presented the story that it was from a pap's smear yes. that's a, you know when yeah. most people say hey i got hpv and they yeah. don't say i got general warts okay. yeah so that's that's what hpv is and so like she said probably when she went before her test was normal and now it's not and so the question is well where did i get it from you don't know and then how do you talk to your partner this is also interesting because even though it's considered a sexually transmitted infection, it's so common. And so 80% of the population will come in contact with HPV at some point during their life, mm-hmm. right? So it's a different conversation than the ones where you're having, okay, I got this STD that's a lot more rare. That's a little bit scarier. Different. It's different. And so people are like, well, should I tell my partner? Should I not? I think you should, but in a way that's very educated and informed in that, you know, 80% of the population um, come in contact with it. Sometimes when you get it, it can lead to changes on your pap smear. And that's the kind that I've gotten. That's the kind that my doctor mentioned. It's really not a real risk to the man at that point. It's not ever, isn't well, it? Well, there's some, it kind Can't of, they, is, get they, HPV? They, can get, they can get HPV and in rare cases, they can get penile cancer. Oh. You <gasps> can also get oral cancer right. from HPV from having oral sex. But again, that's much, much more rare than the cancers that, you know, we see with cervical. So again, it's just, you know, if you tell your partner, oh. I had an abnormal pap smear, it's from HPV. You could have given it to me. Someone else could have given it to me. Yeah. It's a big mystery, really. It's, it's a, a big mystery. mystery. And also, I think HPV, it kind of sucks. That I, I w- am totally going to be blunt here. I ha- got HPV mm-hmm. not that long ago. And I have zero idea where. I've never had an abnormal exam ever. And then I did. Right. And I was like, this is this is weird. I, As I spoke to all of my friends, they all were like, I've had it too. I'm 80%. like, oh my God. I remember the first thing I said to you was like, well, here's a list of the following people who yeah. also well, have it. Well, it's like... You, as a woman, though, you feel, I think it's important, and Michelle should know this, like, because you're basically the carrier of it, and the man, like, basically well, gives it to or he's the carrier he's the carrier and you're, you have yeah, the the, it's fact, just exactly. so it feels like you have the thing like it's my fault and now i have to tell you that i have this thing and it's like well but it's not necessarily i mean like you could have given it to me or whatever we don't know where it originated but also like doesn't totally affect you because you don't have a cervix exactly. uterus or whatever it is so it's like how and you rarely could get something from it but chances are you're not the other important thing to bring up and i don't know how things turn out for you but like most people clear it right so like within a couple of years it's going to go away i i had an abnormal pap smear i had hpv when i was in residency right and i was a resident knowing what i know and was still like oh my god i'm gonna die of cervical cancer well i like told my boyfriend at the time i hate you like, yeah wait <laughs> did you have to but then it went away there was different it went away. oh wait on away. its own i have a girlfriend that got um acupuncture and it helps it go away i am not an over-treater with the form of thought in my brain about medication, and I am not a doctor, in case you're confused. 
I'm not a doctor. You're a bartender, that's for sure. No, yes. Well, I'm just pouring the drinks. Um, I... I'm like, did I need, so I, you go in and you have it removed, right? Like they go in and they. So it depends on the um, grade you have. If the abnormal, like, so you can have HPV and have no abnormality. They wouldn't do anything. Okay. Oh, you could have a low grade abnormality. We still don't really do anything. We just watch it. When it starts to get into a higher grade. Mine was like like a a three. Then you got to get it removed. So then she removed it. And then. What's the highest number though? Five, I think. No. Oh, no. Three. Oh, three. And then you progress into cancer. There we go. <laughs> well, but you so know that's why you had to. What's weird removed. is yeah. that the year before, totally normal. Yeah. So and that's what's also scary about that it, it was, is that you it's a it can be rapidly progressing. So, Wait, but also now when I went to my gynecologist, I don't know in November, he said to me that because of these new laws with medicine, you can only do a Pap smear now every three years unless there's something abnormal. However, what if on the off year something develops? Yeah. Yeah. So it's not, again, it's not a law, right? It's a recommendation. And so that's the recommendation per the American College mm-hmm. of OBGYN that you mentioned, yeah. a, a follow up. Yeah. So that's what they're recommending. And the reason is because they don't, because most people clear it, they don't want people to have too many like invasive, yes. you know, exams and things like that. And also, whenever you look at recommendations, you have to remember that's on like a global health scale. Right. So it's risk and benefit of what's good for the general public. But if you want it, Dr. You Perry, you can it, say, Also, I was told by another gynecologist that said, if you feel uncomfortable and you want one every year and it's fine for you, you can say it. You can also say that you have a new sexual partner. Yes, Yes. I've had unprotected sex and I need to get checked and please do the things. Exactly. Again, this is the recommendation. It's not like a law. What might happen is your insurance may not cover it. That's rude. But that's a whole nother issue. And again, I'm not speaking for I had to go back and have a leap. Yeah, that's that's where they really remove it. Uh, uh, She uh, did the uh, first uh, procedure where she removed it, and then she's like, "I want to go back in." And then there, what do they take out your cervix, your uterus? What your cervix? Not it's a little piece of your cervix. So I saw my cervix like on the table, but then it's like you have to be careful if you're planning on getting pregnant in the future ever. That measurement of your cervix is very important. A short cervix is not a good thing. So you have to make sure to tell your gynecologist that. I have a chunk of my cervix gone. You're really gone. good. You're good. You also, listened. a lot of people forget this. because well, I'm she really not cares. a spring yeah. chicken. Right. <laughs> and so I'm like, oh, could we add another thing onto the list per why I cried last night because I thought I was too old to have a baby. Aww. It's just, just for all the listeners, <laughs> even if you get HPV, it's rare for you to get number three. Like you said, it's called CIN three and it's rare for you to have to get to Great. that stage. To Did have I the have leak. a bad thing? I just it's not, it wasn't a good thing. Okay. So, but, it's I, fine. but listen, I just now. got checked yeah. a week ago and it's normal. Yeah. So that's perfect. It worked. Yay! I don't have HPV. You should drink to that. Yeah. I just we did. should all drink to it. I'll and Michelle, it. I think you should just tell your man. Listen, I got this thing. I don't know where it comes from. I have to get it treated. And let's have sex. Yeah. Right. And just just remind him and everyone else that you come in contact with that might get HPV. Eighty percent of the population comes in contact with it. Like if you are sexually active, you will come in contact with it. You're not a leper. You're not a freak. Yeah. Well, also it's common. because you can't track who gave it to you. Right. So yeah. let's just say I'll use myself. I, whatever sorry everyone uh, it, let's say I give it to someone but the, or someone gave it to me and it was over it was 18 months ago and I, now I have it but the person I'm with now has it probably from me 
but, or, or they don't know have or, it from the person before, right. before them. Like you can't yeah. track it. So basically, everyone's going to have it at some point, right? Which is why we recommend everyone getting vaccines now. Oh, okay. From ages twelve to twenty. So when I had that years and years and years ago, I was told many years later that it wasn't actually like. I don't know. Like an effective vaccine. Yeah, that it was actually not effective. Oh, and you had the vaccine. Yeah. How when, long ago? A million years ago when it first started and I had so to go like, for three times to get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It came, I think it came out around 2000 and uh, don't quote me, but six, seven. Oh, yeah. My mom there. brought me to the gynecologist. She's like, bring her. Yeah. Take her. And I don't trust. Again, I don't trust this one. Shoot her up. <laughs> it's not that it wasn't the, that Thanks, the vaccine's mom. not effective. Probably what occurred is it at that time it was protecting against about four types of HPV. And now there's more. Like the now there's just... nine. Oh. It's now the newest ones protect against nine types. So should I go get another vaccine? So that's, a, that's a common question. You know, technically, I, I guess you're older. How old are I don't know. I'm 33. Okay. So you're out of the 26 range. So it's, oh. you're not recommended. But if you wanted to... If you're going to continue to be sexually active, you could get it out on your own. Continue. Merit. I have to start. I think well, you okay, should. Well, if you're going to start being sexually active, <laughs> you could do it. But again, you're going to be paying for that because your insurance won't cover it if you're past the age of 26. Is there some secret thing I can tell them? You could lie about your age and change it I mean, on IMDb. I, you could get a fake Perfect. ID, I guess. I'm <gasps> Dr. Perry. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Well, my doctor would do it for me. I think so. What else? It's probably because you're having sex with my him. Doc. My, no, he tried to set me up with his son. He's a boy. I'm just saying. What? I'm saying it could have been a girl. My and doctor? I just reached out of the world and said he was a man. Mm-hmm. Well, he, my doctor is a man. Yeah, she said he. He is a man and he has a son who he wanted me to date. And I'm like, that's awkward. That's sweet. But thank you, of. I You're guess. Like, <laughs> if you think my cervix is going to make all the babies and you want Maybe? me to be, But I don't want to date his son. Oh, yeah. well, anyway. But uh, that was very informative. And I think yes. a lot of people probably wanted to know about that because 80% of the population is in Michelle's position and yes. mine as well. Yeah. So, um, and you guys don't forget to follow us at Complicated Show and Write and, uh, you know, ask us questions and keep we'll sending all the answered. things in. And we're going to, you know, you can go on our Facebook page too and just write on the wall. Like graffiti. About all the things you learned about sex. No, and ask us questions there oh, right, too. right, that too. That. Uh, about sex. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so guys... Today, obviously, we're discussing, you know, safe, safe sex. sex yeah. Um, and how to do it in the world of dating. And, and now we're dating strangers because they're on apps. I met a guy on an app who seems lovely. Um, so it can happen. And then we date them, but we don't know anything about them. I think you kind of feel like you know more, though, than just if you met someone in, like, a bar because you've got this, Ugh. like, list of information and pictures. And that, that's his his sister. And these are – so it's a little bit, like, Yeah, if you false. do a good job stalking. So, right. I was going to say, if then you take it to Facebook and then you take it to Instagram. Right. right. Much so like, but verify don't, and do the don't whole confuse right. that investigation with board. not having safe sex because, like, you don't really know the person. Okay, so – and this is, like – And you could be with them and they could still cheat on you, like Tristan Tom. Yes, Sorry. which I had is to bring it up again. also Still like upset. the guy that I was dating before. The guy I'm dating now is probably. I mean, he. I'm just like <laughs> he's the one who gave me HP. We're all fired up. Who here. knows? But anyway, he was probably. Um, and th- thanks a lot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's fine now. Um, and we are. This is like such a general question, but I feel like it's real. Like, what is practicing safe sex? Like, what you can say? Can you it's ever such a be safe? I feel like you could get an STD from like my vagina touching the side of your penis. Like, and now you I can. have herpes. Yeah, or like, what do you do? You just can't. How do so, you do that? You know, if you look at what is 
what is out there, what is recommended, the only 100% way you're never going to have an STD is if you are completely abstinent, okay? But who's completely abstinent? A nun. Nobody, right? Well, that's that's, not what we're here to talk about. You guys go have sex. How do you do it? (laughs) So the next best thing is Mm. to use a condom. But okay, so you use a condom, it covers of the so time. much, but I then know. there's the rest of the skin there is. exposed. It yeah. is, but blowjobs? You're supposed to use a condom. Oh, please. have you ever given a blowjob with a condom? Never in my, I am sorry, mom, plug your ears, but hell also my mom. no. <laughs> Sorry, I know you're right. And then but hold on though. If you Technically, I'm, ju- that's I'm what gonna you're supposed be to do. I'm gonna be just do it here. And if you swallow, it's even worse, right? Right, because you're exchanging. But then fluids. but and then also what if you you know, he ejaculates in your mouth and then you spit, but it's still in your mouth. Doesn't yeah, you it's, still it's like is it worse or not is it worse to swallow or does it not matter at that point? I don't think it really matters. Okay, so at that cool. Point. You got throat cancer. <laughs> that's how you get the Oral pharyngeal cancer by HPV. See, guys. So you can give it back to yourself if you have it. And then. Ooh, that's deep. But yeah. It's a circle. It's a circle (laughs) of of life life. and death. And it's really death. You guys. See, this is not death. Don't say it's death because most people that get HPV do not end up getting cancer. No, but like what if you get some sort of like oral. What do you call it? Oral cancer? Oral. Some fancy science word. But you could get that. And then. Do you get chemo? Like, what happens to you? Yeah, radiation or chemo, or depending on if. And you never make out with anybody ever again for the rest of your life. I would just kill myself. But wait, how do you? Sorry, how do you? How do you? Well, yeah, but how do you? But what do you do? I didn't know that you could transfer cancer like through. It's not that you're transferring cancer. Okay, Okay. what are what are you transferring? A virus. Oh, that. That causes cancer. That puts you at risk of developing cancer. Understood. Because I'm like, how does that work? HPV is human papilloma virus. That causes. And that virus can lead to changes of certain cells, which then can lead to cancer. And it it affects your uterus or like something in your mouth. Cervix. What comes in contact with it? It can lead to cervical cancer. cervix. cervix. Okay. Oral pharyngeal, which basically means you're you're oral and into your throat. Okay. You could get anal cancer oh, from well, it if you're okay. playing the back you nine you and that damn back that. nine penile cancer yeah so these are all the types but why just your cervix what about like your ovary it's not it doesn't it penetrate go. in there so oh. your your vagina is like a dead end right oh. okay <laughs> except for like <laughs> i never thought of it that way it doesn't, you can't get it it's romantic yeah. Yeah. Oh, get in there. we're getting okay. romantic up here so there's me? like there's your uterus and your ovaries that are in your body Got and it. then the mouth of your uterus is your cervix so covered by the, yes is your cervix and so when you have intercourse and there's semen and all this stuff the virus gets right there on those cells it can't get up all the way into your ovaries basically because they're higher up they're in your body the sperm goes up into there the sperm goes in there and then into your uterus right not sure why it doesn't lead to uterine cancer. That's what I'm saying. But it just let's it just be clear. And doesn't. there is the yeah, diagram the of the looks like a. Oh, uh, that's such a good photo. There it is. You know what? Yeah. I was told that I have a perfect uterus. That's nice. Yeah, I, I was getting know. examined. Well, oh, because they. Well, she was had her. You know, she was t- feeling the things, and she was like, "Oh my god, this is like out of a textbook." I was like, "Well." on my resume. <laughs> I must too because my doctor wanted to set me up with a son and I don't think he, he would. He must have been like this. The things in here are good. 
for baby making. That's a little weird. Now when I think about it, yeah. like I was like, uh, oh, that's sweet. And then I'm thinking, oh, no, he examined you. So that's a little it's both. different. It's but. definitely both. I think it's sweet, but then also like, But ew. also, you he sees the vaginas all day long. It's like no big deal to him, right? You're like, totally. whatever. It's a totally. fucking vagina. I, I tell people, I'm like, dude, it's like looking like it at an elbow. Like Totally. We see it so much. It's yeah. just like. Yeah, yeah. you got desensitized, I'm sure. Yeah, totally. At some point, like, you're like, mm, yeah. He probably just thought you were nice and pretty. And- yeah. I feel like he wants me to be his daughter is what it is. Mm, Maybe. he's yeah. a son. Okay. So I'm like, okay. Um, okay. So basically <laughs> don't touch anybody at all unless you want an STD. Otherwise, you have to use a condom for all the things, which is also not great. Well, I think it's important to note that there's only certain STDs that you can get from the skin to skin. Which right? herpes. So herpes and then which, the HPV genital warts. Yes. That's a skin to skin. But like if you're using a condom, you should be protecting yourself, you know, Ninety from the viruses transferred the by HIV, fluids. HIV okay. gonorrhea, chlamydia, syphilis, hepatitis. Like Ooh. you're going to be protected by by the all of them can be okay. treated except for HIV. So they say. What? I think because I think there's a cure. Yeah, isn't there one? There's not. Well, okay. So now it's a cocktail. Again, of some sort. I'm not an HIV specialist, but there are medications that can now. They don't want to say treat because that means it goes away completely, mm-hmm. but can treat you to the point where you basically don't have the virus in your system. All so you those, can't spread it then. You're, mm-hmm. But the problem, I mean, I would not risk that. Yo. Exactly. Oh, no. That's the thing. You, you don't want to risk it. To it's only other people with it. Can you give like a worse strain to somebody that has a less worse? Is it all the same strain of HIV? Of HIV. Yeah. yeah, there's not any sort of like good one or bad one. It has okay. to develop in your body and it has to yeah. do okay. with how your immune system handles and your it. your T cells are exactly. going to shit or not. I'm a doctor. I, I was going to say, it seems well, like you're why do you very well things? informed. Because I just do, okay? Okay. We can leave I'm up. informed, but I'm not because then I'm like, so I have like <laughs> the stupidest questions. I'm like, so, um, like, what? Like, I didn't realize that you couldn't. They they say that if you're breastfeeding, then you're you can't get pregnant, but you can. Yeah, I always say that's how I have a brother because we're 14 months apart, and <gasps> legit, my mom thought that that you what could is get Irish pregnant. Twins? An Irish twin, yeah. even though you're not Irish at all. No, not but at all. It's, <laughs> but either am I. But my brother and I are very close in age as well. Mm-hmm. And my mom, my mom says this. How funny is this? My mom goes, "I could tell when I got pregnant with you." I'm like. How I could feel it. I'm like that is a bunch of crock Some of shit. Some people really. She have said a she good, could feel yeah, it. Yeah, there's a lot of people that have that sense. Like they just know, and they're I was right. Like, oh, and she was, and then she and she's like, and I was pissed. I was like, thank you. <laughs> That's great. No, but it would. They were so close in age, and I don't know if she was still breastfeeding or not. But there's that myth out there. Of like course. we want to dispel those myths. So like why do people if, say that? Because there's some. The thing is, with a lot of myths, there's some truth to it. Right. Okay. So if you, like it's happened at some point, but it doesn't mean it's all the time. Breastfeeding perfectly cyclical around the clock breastfeeding will suppress ovulation and so you're still not technically getting your period if you're breastfeeding well so if you're doing it around the clock if you're doing it like perfectly then every three hours every, or whatever yeah it is. whatever you know left then every, right then left exactly. then right yeah it is then a real commitment Ugh. hormonally it should suppress ovulation meaning you won't release an egg meaning you can't get pregnant got it with that said if you skip a time or miss a time or whatever, then you could have an escape ovulation and get pregnant. <laughs> escape. One escape. That's what we call it. Yeah. Yep. Escape One ovulation. Escaped. My friend just had a baby and it was a <sighs> fetal 
ejection birth. What does that mean? She Michelle. It flew out. No, I got. Yeah, we, I we call it a precipitous delivery. Okay, that's the yes. technical term. Like she rain. Was like having the, she was having the baby at home. She was having one hour of contractions. And, out, yeah. and it was and the contractions were three straight minutes of relentless contraction, not mm-hmm. like every minute 20 seconds and then off straight and she was like what is going on and she had this one contraction where she made a noise and the midwife was like oh fuck and like ran across the room and like moved her position and the baby like shot out what yes these are all real things you know you get like really bad hemorrhoids when you have a baby your hair falls out after like in clumps your hair sounds appealing nobody tells you these things i know well that's why we're telling everyone we, like you guys how, have important. how scary and now does any people forget and they love it and they do it again and again and again like it's the most amazing thing. i am terrified but it's gonna happen it's a circle I know. of life right again, a real circle of life here um okay life. so crazy time it's speaking of getting pregnant and like <laughs> freezing eggs and things like yeah. that i am maybe i'm wrong but in my brain i'm trying to be logical about it i'm like so if i'm supposed to freeze my eggs when i'm like let's say i'm 36 and i'm like mm-hmm. shit i should freeze my eggs so i freeze my eggs and then i'm like oh my god i'm 41 i don't have a partner or i do or whatever i want to have a baby now so now how tell me how this sounds better than not and i guess there's a a myriad of things that can be wrong with you that will play into this so it's hard to for you to actually answer it but like i'm now 41 and i'm artificially impregnating myself and i'm supposed to think that's gonna be easy like my body 41 year old body is now being implanted artificially with an egg that yes is younger but like everything else is not so like so you're bringing up a good point because you know that's a different doctors especially doctor like reproductive endocrinology and fertility doctors that's rai that's who like does all this egg freezing and injecting and all that stuff they all have a different opinion on like how late is it okay to impregnate someone or to implant an embryo some will say oh i don't go over 42 some say i don't go over 44 some say i don't go over 50 what first of all but isn't it a case-to-case situation it is a case-to-case because also it has to do with like how healthy are you as a person yeah because also you lose a lot of sleep when you have a child well, that too. I mean, that's different. That's like that's a logical. That's postpartum. No, but like, yeah, the whole thing to me sounds like exhausting. The more the older you get, I can barely. Oh, well, like, no, wake but, there up are, early but I, that's I, more of like a psychological, personal. Like, are you going to have enough patience for your child? Do you mind that when your kid's eighteen, you're seventy eight? Or talk, you know, they're what talking I mean? about biological right, you're safety, safety body. of physical, yes, physical yeah. safety, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it is case to case because you know there are women that get pregnant naturally at forty one or forty two, totally. and how does are that totally happen? Fine. Because so they're still ovulating yeah you're still ovulating the issue with fertility is that on a curve it starts to decrease at around the age of 32 very very slowly yes and as you get closer to 40 it kind of nose dives down mm-hmm. but that's most people i mean there are people that are mm-hmm. right. greatly fertile at 46 or mm-hmm. 47 it well, does happen and it also doesn't always have to do with i mean like listen you can have a, a massive amount of eggs more than a normal person but you still can't carry a baby for other reasons well right and it's also what are those important. other reasons though well we'll get there but i think it's also important 
important to note that it's not just the quantity of the egg, meaning the amount, it's the quality. Right. Right? Because as you get older, the quality goes down. So that's why there's more of a risk of miscarriage. And then there's a risk of congenital problems like Down syndrome yes. or other genetic disorders. And the male cause, sperm cause age plays into it slightly as well. Slightly. It, what we're figuring out is that it does. But again, that's usually for people that are way old, like yeah. for men. It's like 60s, 70s. They may have like an increased risk of autism. It's not the same. Down syndrome is completely dependent upon the mother's Oof. egg age. Completely. That's a lot of responsibility. Whoa. So that is a tough pill to swallow. Also because let's say, okay, we're okay. Let's oh starting my God, a new relationship. That just really bummed me out, Dr. Perry. Now, I'm we're sorry. not supposed to apply pressure to anybody we date. And we're all females right. here. So we can just right. speak from the feminine side and men listening get to it because this is going to hurt. Stop dragging your so, feet. We don't want to be uncool and say, um, hey, how about that ring? How about that wedding? Got a fucking baby to pop out because, like, schedule, health, right. autism, don't want to be blamed later. <laughs> the whole freaking thing. We don't even have to worry about HPV. We're past that at this point. Safe sex. We're having sex. Baby time. Like, how do we have a conversation with a guy without sounding like, my doctor says you need to marry me and impregnate me tomorrow so that this baby comes out healthy? How do you say that without sounding like a psychopath? I mean, yeah. I think personally that, I mean, I'm in the same boat, okay? I'm 37. I'm single. I froze my eggs last year and I was weighing all of these kind of things. And that was part of it. It's like, you don't want to go into situations feeling pressured. I don't want to even feel pressured that. And then I end up with the wrong person because I'm like, Oh my gosh, I, I need to have this talk or I need to make these decisions. I think most guys are aware. I mean, they know, like, they age. just, it's not in the I forefront so. of their mind. But they also the don't Google what will happen right. if I impregnate somebody totally. later in life. Will it give my child autism? I right. think, Google that I think you have a conversation with your doctor. And then this is what I did. Like, my boyfriend's older. He's about to be 41. Mm-hmm. He has a daughter from a pre- previous relationship. I'm, you know, getting closer to that age. And I'm like, listen, I don't want to put pressure on you or us, I just need you to know, like, a year from now, I'm almost 39. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I mean, not re- like, it's close. <laughs> I'm do- adding on. I yeah, added totally. on a little. You're not I'm, I'm like, I'm almost 40. I'm not even 38 yet. No. Yeah, but I'm just up. saying, like, think about what happens in that time and think about the fact that it could take a long time to get pregnant or you have a list of things you need to do. Like, we happen to live in a place where there's not enough room for a baby. So, like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, well, I just moved in. So, we'll look for a house later. No, actually, if we wait a year to look for a house and then we look for takes a year to find a house that's two years from now right, two years right. from now yeah and like, all of these things play i mean yes play a role it's a big dilemma because people are getting married later they're having yes. children later it's really a problem of our generation totally like we're the first ones that are starting to kind of push the envelope of when you get married and when you have kids so i think a lot of people are kind of thinking about these things and that's why it's like a personal choice it it yeah. does matter like what do you have to do and if you have to sit there like that's the thing for myself i was like okay well let me think about this I'm totally single. So let's say I meet someone. Well, then I'm going to want to date them a year. Then we're going to want to get engaged. That's going to take another year. Then we're going to want to find a house. We might want to go on a couple vacations. Yeah. And then three years later, I'm 40. 40. And so I was like, that's when I was like, okay, I'm going to go talk to someone about this because your egg age, your egg age matters. And realistically, it may take a few years to get to that point. It may. Okay. So two things, people watching and listening. Um, This obviously we've now all three of us just said out loud that we think about this timetable. Everyone listening needs to be aware this is not just that one person you're dating that they might seem crazy. No, this is a real thing because it is biology. There is nothing we can do about it. Even though science, you can 
you can the harvest eggs are not harvest but freeze eggs mm-hmm. and you can go retrieve them and put them inside you that Doesn't would be mean, the harvesting a, yeah. you're gonna get babies or no. healthy ones and b there at some point you're you cannot implant them you are too old you've aged out that right? is true there are a lot of doctors that will say you're aged out you also brought a, bring up a good point you can go through that process and not get that many eggs, yeah. you know, or later on in life when you go to thaw them, they don't thaw out, right? Or you could have a could million miscarry. viable eggs, but you can't hold the egg. You right. can't carry the right. baby. I mean, there's so, with so many things. Said, okay, so with that said, this is, this is plain devil's advocate or the caveat, which I always think about. With that said, you could push into marrying someone, either yourself or push them, get together and then have five miscarriages. Or have a kid that has totally. a genetic problem or mental retardation, and now you're stuck with this person that you don't even know if you really like that much. You just thought you had to get married to be on a time. And now you have this this unplanned situation that you didn't go. Is I mean, obviously it's your child, so you love them no matter what. But it's not. It can happen anyway. Is yes, kind of the right. point. And right. So you There's- always want to pick the right partner and do it at the right time because I've I've seen that with women that are patients that. You know, they get married because they think they should or it's that time. They've been dating a certain amount of time. And then they go through all this heartache and heartbreak with trying to get pregnant or losing pregnancies. And then they don't have the right partner to support them. So yeah. it's it's hard. It's hard. It is yeah. hard. So what do they do? Let's say you age out. Okay. If you froze okay. your eggs and then at some point you're just like. I'm like 49 or right. something. And- or let's just even say you're 44. Okay. And you're you single, can- you or you even were in a relationship, you thought it was going in the direction, like we talked about the timetable, like it was like, okay, I'm going to date them for a year, we're going to get married, mm-hmm. then we're going to travel. You end up getting married. Now you're and back then, at square one right. at 44. And then you still haven't done the whole baby thing yet. Mm-hmm. Um, what happens to the eggs that you froze? So they give you, because I froze, I, I went through the process, they basically give you the option. So you can either... Donate. Donate. Thank God. Um Pay me my money. Or just discard them. <gasps> it's just... Or, or I think donate... That's it. It's donate to a person, donate to, to research, a, mm. or discard. Oh, my gosh. Oh, well, know. those are good options. The research Better part. Better than nothing. Yeah. Well, first of all, if somebody discards their eggs... Okay, it's all a Listen, you preference. discard you, them every month, honey. Well, no, but it's also True like that. a personal... That's pro- good. You are a doctor. I am. <laughs> but I agree with that. However... I think there are a lot of people that do want to have babies, but then it's a whole personal thing. Like, do you right. want your child running around in someone else's yeah, life? Oh, so it's like a, you can't really mess with that. It's what about to spinning? Each own, but- I, I think it's called spinning. I'm making this up. Where I don't know. You take the sperm. And you yeah. put it in, I th- believe, a centrifuge. Yeah. Spin it really fast. And she you has s- Google. Let's not separ- get twisted. No, here. I have conversations. <laughs> I am a wordsmith. I'm impressed with that. And it has nothing to do with and- this memory. <laughs> Go. Jen. What? I'm. I know what I'm talking about. Sorry, And MD, the go. sperm separates the male and female. And you can pick which, if I could pick, I would never do this because I feel like it's really fucking with the would man. Would you not? And so, that's, but I would pick two boys. So for sure. There's, two? There's, yes. there's sex selection that you can do with embryos. So if you do IVF or something and you oh, have like a, right. you can do a egg and a sperm and you make an embryo and then you basically do Jeez. genetic testing on them and then you choose beggars can't one. be choosers i have Yo. a question though why can they figure that part out but they can't figure out how to make women be able to have babies longer what are you talking what do you about mean longer oh you like, later like later yeah. later i mean but they have figured i was like out. you don't want I mean, that to take longer no i, I yeah. yeah no they really have figured out i mean it's amazing how science is evolving all the time i mean 
for me, even when I went to go freeze my eggs and I met with the infertility doctor, um, I was like, well, I'm debating on this because, you know, I also heard that the, or I know that the egg thawing isn't that great. And he was like, Perry, that's when we were in residency. And like, because now I'm a general OB, I don't really learn that much about fertility as I did when I was in training. And he was like, we've progressed so much since that. Like now the thawing process of the egg is almost as good as the thawing of an embryo. So like you should definitely do it. Oh, so you were surprised to hear that I was surprised myself. I was like, oh, okay. So every year there's more and more. And if you have, you know, frozen eggs in a bank, like these, you're, they're there. So two years from now, it's the, all the technology is still there. But the real question is when is it going to go down in cost? Because it's very expensive. expensive. But I think now, okay, I think because we now live longer, Mm -hmm. we obviously have children later, we Mm -hmm. get married later, everything should adjust. Mm -hmm. So this should be more affordable, Mm -hmm. personally, I think, because it's allowing, A, people in the workforce to work longer and not get pregnant and take maternity leave when they're just getting started or whatever it is. It is, because I know for a fact, like when I started out practicing, I want to say it was about $10,000 more than it is now. (gasps) Like it was in the 20s, $30,000. So it's getting more affordable and some insurances are covering it. And I have girlfriends that work for like big companies that the company will pay for you to freeze your eggs. Hell yeah. So it's happening. Yes. Google, buy my baby. Oh my God. Okay. Well, my doctor told me, he's like, so are you seeing anyone? and I was at the time asking was for like, a friend. Well, yeah, I was like, he was asking for his son. No. Um, but I said no. And he's like, okay, well, you know, at the time I was 32 before my 33rd birthday. And he's like, well, listen, you know, by the time you're 37, if you're not like seeing anyone married, the whole thing, like, sorry, you need to freeze your yeah, eggs. Yeah. And he's like, in a couple of years, we should talk about it. I'm like, in a couple of years, hopefully I'm married, but fine. I like your trajectory. And I, I like no, the timetable like we're planning. I love that he brought it up because yeah. it I don't is think something. he's going to be working then because he's old. But, but I, I love him. that he brought it up because there are so many people that don't bring it up. They never mention it. And then you wake up one day and you're like scrambling your eggs. Right. <laughs> so gross. Hopefully nice not. Crazy, so awful. Yeah. I'm going to... Don't do that. No. That's not what you want to do. Don't scramble your eggs. But yes, you're scrambling. Scrambling for for eggs. eggs. You're like, exactly. It's like Easter. It's like Easter egg hunt central, which I felt like when I was searching for the Easter eggs this year on the Easter egg hunt that it was maybe like symbolic symbolic (laughs) me. Like I was was dropping elbows for the eggs. I was like, move out of my way. Yeah, I was. Oh my God. I'm like Bane. (laughs) I was like, give me my eggs. No, it was fine. I'm (gasps) fine. There was something good in those eggs. No, there was a hundred dollar bill in the golden egg somewhere, but I can't, I did not find it, which is not symbolic. Please don't let that be. No, it's not. It's going to be fine. I've been told by a couple psychics that I was meant to have babies. Okay. So maybe I'm just And like, they know everything. They do. They're, I'm going to say that the, that psychic and the other one was correct. Well, I will tell you this. A psychic, our re- recent psychic told me I wasn't going to start seeing anyone until like October, but I met someone awesome. So I'm like, maybe that psychic's wrong or maybe we're getting married in October. <laughs> or maybe or maybe it like goes to the next level, which also before we what play, the next, the next level is when you decide to go to the next level. It's like a three notch months or up. 12 dates. That's yeah. what I said. Or Wait, what? <laughs> three months or 12 <laughs> dates. But how do you For sex then, or marriage? No, I'm saying it like get serious. To, yeah. To get but serious. Then, also, like, at that on. point, no, is this not marriage? <laughs> I don't know what we were talking about. It depends. Sometimes people move fast. Doctor Perry, do yes. you then at this point where you're taking it to the next level? Do you then say, okay, now we want to have like unprotected sex because we're monogamous? Like, is that so? You when should is that have, okay? You should have a monogamy conversation, an exclusivity conversation 
And then you should both get tested prior to having unprotected yes. sex and say, hey, I got tested. You get tested. Cool. Now we're monogamous. And then, but then that's trust. I mean, that's life, right? Like, right. of course, you can't run into Chloe HPV, whatever. Yeah. Also, like, can't, <laughs> can't HIV lie dormant for like six months or something? Yeah. So, so what the fuck? But again, that would be if you have unprotected sex, then... I recommend you come in and get tested within a week and then again in three months and then again in six months. Oh boy. So assuming you've been with the same person. Then you can be, yeah. I mean, this is all again like personal conversations and nuances of when they last had unprotected sex. But typically if you go get a clean bill of health and both of you guys agree, then then you just got to rely on trust. Right. And then I have another question. This is like, I've never understood this. So let's say you're on the pill. Okay. And you, my boyfriend happens to be particularly paranoid about not taking the pill at the same time every day in which i do i know that it's a little time sensitive but i'm like oh i took my pill a half hour late he's like i'm like fucking calm down it's a 30 minutes like well this is gonna be a way to segue into our game which is called sex specs but that doesn't really matter that much does it tell us about try to take it around the same time really thank you okay i'm just gonna throw this out there sorry mom some people are more sensitive than others i took mine at all hours of the day sometimes i take two in a day because i forgot the day before and i was having unprotected sex with my boyfriend and nothing nothing maybe you're in maybe you're infertile yeah my doctor yeah i am not it definitely does not because again it's supposed to be a pill that lasts 24 hours right we even tell right. people if you miss one it's fine just take two and you're still okay that month oh, if you miss you feel two Ill. in a pack then, <laughs> then you it's need a to problem use, you know then you need to use backup with that said there are people that are more sensitive yes. so there are people if they take it in the morning then they take it in the night they get pregnant i mean it just happens it just it's so fair do just your be best, careful do your best to take it around the same time of day okay, okay. great all right. Well, we are. There's a little, a couple more myths before we wrap okay, up that okay. we need to dispel because between our teenage years and reading like YM and then Cosmo oh and like God. now we're on this dating show, like we have all this information that might not be true. We don't fucking know. We're like somebody told me that you can't dry hump because if the sperm goes through your underwear, you can get pregnant. I mean, like that can happen. But see, what? and then yes, I mean anything's possible. But right? no, you that can't dry hump. I. I <laughs> Yeah, it's a th- when was the last time I've you said had, that? Even I say dry hump. <laughs> I have seen a patient that was pregnant that claimed she was a virgin. I mean, the claims stuff, it does happen though. Does it? Or Technically, could you tell by looking at her? No. Yeah. and that's one of those myths. People are always See? like, "Oh, can the doctor tell if I've had sex or not sex?" No, because yes, you have a hymen, otherwise known as a the cherry. cherry. Yeah, um, but that can open up earlier in life mm-hmm. for many other things. So <laughs> like back writing. Writing. Yeah. or spinning. There's, the, myth. Yeah, there's yeah. the myth. See, so we're going to dispel very, very quickly. Okay. We're going to dispel these myths really quickly, and we need you to help us figure Educate out what's real right. and what's not real. Some of these are kind of specific. So <laughs> then whatever. Okay, so intercourse alone can bring a woman to orgasm. Yes, true. What? It can, but it's not that common, though. It's about 30 to 40% of women can have an orgasm from strict intercourse. I mean, that's just not ever going to... You can't. This is no. a small percentage if we want to talk about it. People well, listen, out there that guys, listen that it's, watching. It can, it's, tr- it's, it's true. Hard. It's, it's harder, but it's just it's know that. Okay. Okay. Um, men are not naturally monogamous, and women are. Mm, I don't know about that. I would... I'm not the expert for that. That sounds like some sort of sociological yeah, study or kind something. Of is. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, but I think we can generally say maybe that might be true. Um, <laughs> men must ejaculate to experience sexual pleasure. That's not true. You can get pleasure from all kinds of things. But then there's pain after, right? 
Well, yeah. blowjobs <laughs> with condoms. Don't ever let anyone yeah. guilt you into that, people out there, when oh. they're like, oh, I have to because it's going to hurt otherwise. Yeah. When you're in your 30s, Blue you don't care about yeah, come on. I'm any like, of the I guilt. Don't <laughs> yeah, I'm like, too bad for I'm you. Sorry. Gotta go. Yeah, too bad. Gotta wake up early and start my day. Have fun with that. <laughs> but I do feel like that's a way that men manipulate yeah, women. Totally. Which is not nice. No. No. Manipulation mm-hmm. should not be used. No. Um, unless it's to get engaged. <laughs> <laughs> in which case, and, you're allowed. In that case, um, call my doctor because the time is ticking. Yes. <laughs> and Why? he will write me a doctor's note. And that then says, we, I must get engaged by this date. And it's or like, else. listen, where's my no ring? I have a note from Dr. Perry. And she says, And my ring size is this because the doctor measured it. Yeah. <laughs> Just no, that's not I'm right. Not the, no. no. Oh, no. well, anyway, moving on then. Get engaged when you feel it's ready. <laughs> that's the nice answer, but yeah, also. Well, Dr. Perry, <laughs> just agree with us. <laughs> um, how about this? Um, a man must have an erection to enjoy sexual play. No. Oh, yeah. No, because to enjoy, I mean, you could enjoy kissing, you could enjoy touching. But like that's so basically, we licking, don't have to feel bad if he's not getting hard. There's other yeah. things going on there. There should be reasons if he's not getting it could be him, not us. an erection. Yeah. Okay. There's something else yes. going on. Sure. I don't know what that is. Seems could be a multitude of things. Could right. it be science, psychology, could a be, number of things, could stress, be stress, yep. psychology, financial med- issues, medication, that. relationship issues. I mean, it's not, it's, it's not you, it's me. Yeah. Alcohol. Said oh, by the it's guy. not me, it's you. No, said by the guy. Right, okay, perfect. Um, okay. He might not admit uh, all that. <laughs> the myth, the bigger the better. <gasps> not true. I always say it's the motion of the ocean, ocean not yeah. the size of the wave. Or I think it's your science. I think it also depends. Every woman's, you know, canal and area is canal. different too. Like there's certain also positions. Yeah, there's right. certain positions that I'm like, ow. That is Don't true. do that. Well, there are certain people that are I feel more like well endowed and it can actually I not you. feel great. Yes. Right. Yeah, it just so depends. I think compatibility is probably. Yes. That's it. Yes. Compatibility, rhythm, connection again. Physical yeah. and mental. Not okay. being disgusted by them. And stuff. Yeah, that Liking helps. them. Yeah. Right. Knowing wanting, them. Yeah, knowing them, them, knowing their name. That all those things help. Uh, Jen, why don't you do one more? Okay. Your favorite. Um, oh, well, hold on. There, I mean, I there's, so many. there's so many we have collected for this. Oh. Okay, the most important thing a woman wants in bed is a man who can bring her to orgasm. I don't think that's always true. I don't think it is either. I think there are women that... Jen. Jen blinked her eyes very it slowly. It depends. I what do, are we doing there? Making I tea? Think, no, playing no. dominoes? I think like, it's super <laughs> important to be able to experience orgasm. I don't think it's something that women should say it's not important to them. It is important. Sure. You should be able to. But I don't want to say for every woman that's the most important Because you can connect. I think sex is about connection to for women. I, I can say I feel like that's a popular statement. And for me. And that's what you're looking for. You can connect in other ways without having an orgasm. Although it's good to do. But it is, it is important. I can have my dog. I'm marrying my dog then. Jen, like, what's the point? No. Everybody's different. Is what Everybody's right. so different. So you can't say True. most or... Right. Maybe for you that's a deal all. breaker. Sure. Well, and it probably happens easier for you too. Some people don't have... No one said that. Okay. Well, <laughs> anyway, thank you for dispelling some of those myths because some You're of them are like very confusing and there's so many out there and we now have a knowledge from a doctor. We do. And if not, we have Lauren who thinks she's a doctor. Or me. When you are gone, I will Lauren, step in your place. She knows the words. She I do know the words. words. Yes. I do know the words. Um, <laughs> thank you so much for coming in, Dr. Perry. We're thank so excited you. to have you here yeah, finally. Thank you. And tell fun. everyone where they can find you or if Go you have anything you as a patient coming up next. Well, yeah. I, don't, I don't have private patients because okay. I work for hospitals. Yes. But come and follow me on social media. I'm Dr. Perry, D-O-C-T-O-R, Perry, P-A-R-I. 
Google me, find me. I have a website, drperry.com. You can find all my social media. And a lot of these answers are on there as well. So. Great, because we couldn't get to them all. No, obviously. and also Elite Daily, because you do write great articles yes, there. And amazing fun ones. and relatable. And also, don't forget to tune in next week for our guest, DJ Tony Okamboa, and follow us on social meds at Complicated Show everywhere. Um, we're here every Wednesday at 6 p.m. live. And then you can listen to us on iTunes and all of the other places. And Jen, where can they find you? Guys, you can find me at Jennifer Golden on all the social media platforms. Feel free to stalk. It's all there. Yes. And, and Lauren, you yeah, and you can find me at Lauren Leonelli on all of the social meds as well. And we will be here next week. So drinking. We'll also be here for the next show, uh, yeah. episode of Love at First Flight. Yes. If you tune in at 7 right after the show, yes. we'll be there talking right more here love and relationships. Thank you again, Dr. Perry. Thank you, and guys. Thank you Super so fun. much. Cheers. Super we'll fun. be here next week. Love, love you a long time. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. You don't. Views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.